This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You know, it used to be that if you wanted to learn about history, you probably had to read a book. Everyone had a set of encyclopedias in their house for that very reason, right? Nowadays, though, you could just look it up online. Maybe you don't even have to look it up online. Maybe it comes to you in an algorithm on TikTok or some other video on some other social media. Now, the problem with that is, well, how accurate is that? Like, who are these people telling you about history? Sure, there's some good stuff in there, right? Like maybe introducing people to subjects like Anne Frank or the marvel of engineering that is a Roman aqueduct. But it isn't always accurate, and it can be subjective, right? So we wanted to talk more about this issue. Colin Horgan joins us now, a writer and communications professional in Toronto. Uh, Thanks, Colin, for being here. Hi, thanks for having me. So do you think learning about history on social media is a good thing? Um, It can be, I think. Um, I think that's so. Uh, there's a piece I wrote recently in the Walrus uh, that came out this week to, to this very topic, um, and I think the conclusions are mixed, right? And as you say, sometimes uh, the the material that you get and the content that you see on something like TikTok or Instagram is done by someone with a PhD or with a degree in history, and they you know can sort of relay accurate information and. A lot of times, though, it's not. And just like any other stuff you come across online, you kind of have to be wary of what it is. So it can be good because it could expose people to more information than they're used to. But just like anything else, it can be kind of bad, too. I guess it's hard to be wary, right? For when for some people, they're learning about this for the very first time. And to them, they're like, oh, this is so interesting. Totally. I mean, I think this is one of the one of the reasons that history is so interesting online. You know, unlike a lot of other topics, um, you know, like so, like you know, culture or music or movies or whatever. Um, sometimes history is something that people learn in high school and then you know abandon because it was boring and they didn't really pick up on that much in the first place. And they're coming at it again, you know, sort of brand new um, and discovering things that they didn't know before, which is great. Um, but again, you're kind of in a situation where, you know, without those sort of the, the training that you would get to think critically about all these other all this other information that you sort of know innately, you know, you come across new information about history, and maybe it just sounds kind of right, or that it could be plausible. And you know, who are you to to know otherwise? Um, so, it, it, yeah, right. I mean, just like it's a problem. Where can it go wrong, Colin? Like you've got some examples perhaps where, look, it proved to be a bit of a challenging situation when you do it this way. Yeah, I mean, one of the problems is that a lot of it's used for um, conspiracy theories, for one. For, you know, if, 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 you, if you've been exposed to any conspiracy theory online, you'll know that they usually back it up with, well, did you know that, you know, the aliens were the ones who informed the Egyptians on how to make the pyramids? I mean, it's not true, but it sounds interesting. <laughs> I mean, of course, uh, and people have been saying that for a long time. Yeah. I mean, and a lot of that stuff does get recycled, right? Like the moon landing being faked, all this stuff is kind of old, but it, it gets repackaged and, and redone in, the, in these new sort of more compelling ways. And you suddenly have this whole stream of information that's completely bonkers, but it looks good and it's compelling and people kind of get sucked into it. I mean, 
why wouldn't you? It's fascinating. Right. When people are using the modern day conflicts for clicks, essentially, right? Um, and they're putting their side out there. It's almost like people aren't learning about the entire history of something before they're commenting on it and making videos. Well, right. I mean, it's, and it's like anything else, right? Like, you know, your, your personal knowledge of a topic, if it's only informed by a few minutes of social media, it's probably not going to be that deep, right? Like, admit it. Um, and, you know, when it comes to things like certainly recently, you know, the war in Ukraine or the conflict between Israel and Hamas, you know, these are these are really there's really deep history in both of those conflicts. And it is difficult sometimes to really parse what you should be believing in terms of where this conflict came from or, you know, how it's, you know, what the history is of it with your only consuming social media. The problem is where else do you get your information from, right? Like that is the, that is the real problem is that this is where it's, this is where people are. So can you teach you know, critical thinking? Issue. Yeah. Can you teach critical thinking that way on social media? Because people who do like those videos of crit, like conspiracy theories, they, they believe that is critical thinking. Yeah, it's a good point. I mean, I mean, probably you can't really, but I think there's a general, I mean, I'm, I'm hopeful that there's a general awareness that not everything on TikTok and Instagram and Facebook, or whatever, is to be believed. I think even recently, just this week, there was a, there was a poll about whether people believe all the health information that they see. And the answer is broadly kind of no. People still trust doctors and physicians and stuff like that. So I think that probably, you know, if you're out there and you're seeing this stuff and content on TikTok or whatever, check the person's, you know, credentials. If they're a PhD, yeah, probably they know what they're talking about. Um, to some extent. Uh, and if they're not, you know, maybe move on and be like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll look up that one a little bit more. Yeah, looking up more is always a good idea. How much of a concern do you think is AI with this kind of stuff? Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a threat with AI just as there is in, in a lot of other, you know, uh, content creation, right? Like photos, um, you know, like the Taylor Swift thing is a whole, you know, discourse about that this week. But when it comes to history, there are ways to create photos and images that look historical, look like they're representing something real from the past, but they're not. So there's a few of them out there that are, you know, they, they faked uh, a massive uh, photos of a massive earthquake on the, uh, in, the, in, the in Vancouver, basically. So uh, those don't that didn't happen uh, yet. And, you know, but there's photos that that exist that look, make it look like it did. And, you know, in, in 10 or 20 years, if somebody finds those, it's going to be difficult to know, you know, out of context, whether that actually was true, what what it really is. Do we do a good enough job on social media of even providing a fact checking response? I get I get, you know, text messages and stuff almost every day from people I know who send me something and go, is this true? And then I have to yeah. explain to them whether it is or it isn't right. Like yeah. go through it. And so I wonder, it, like, is there not a place where people can easily find this or is the Internet just all about trying to convince you of a particular point of view? I mean, like, wouldn't we all be, wouldn't it be nice if we all had somebody who we could check in with on everything, right? Like if you had a, if you, if you had someone like yeah, that I got life, en- I got enough them. people doing that already. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I think like, can, can we, you know, is there a way to find, is there a way to sort of teach this? Is there a way to reassure people? No, you just have to be kind of on your toes. I think the, the assumption is that like, if you go online, if you go on TikTok, Twitter, these places, um, there's a lot of people trying to pull the wool over your eyes. Um, and it's not always the case, but it is the case a lot of the time. And you have to be very careful. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I assume I like to assume the best of people that, that we are by and large very careful when we go on to these things. But you get you get taken in, don't you? Oh, so true. You get kind of sucked in and, it, and it's so convincing and it's so compelling. 
that after five or 10 minutes, you just, you know, you're down the wormhole and your critical thinking is gone. And, the and it prob- happens. And the problem as well, too, is that with these algorithms is that if you watch it, just a couple of those videos, say on TikTok, all of a sudden, all your videos are going to be like that. So it's, it, becomes, right. it becomes harder for you to find something else. For sure. And, you know, like that's the old it's the old adage, right? Like the more you say, the more you repeat the lie, the more true it sounds. Right. And so if all you're seeing all day is the same content. Yeah, it, it's a risk that you start to just that is your worldview that starts starts to become even not if it's not everything you see. If it plays enough in the back of your head, you start to put line, you know, start to connect dots that don't exist. Right. You start to think, well, I saw something strange about like, oh, the way that, you know, whatever. And, and you think, well, maybe this other person who's saying something kind of weird is, is right, because I heard this other really weird thing that seems connected. And it's all BS. But it doesn't <laughs> sound like that after a while. Right. But also, it, I think it becomes for people, like you were saying, look for the PhD. Well, people feel like they're gatekeeping then. And they don't necessarily yeah. want to hear it. So you have to get around that issue, too, is that I don't necessarily want to have to go to a PhD, like a title, to get information. Mm-hmm. Totally true. I mean, look, like what, what was the argument in Brexit? People were sick of hearing from experts, right? <laughs> yeah, I think that's basically right. what's happening now. I mean, that is always that's the that's the that's like the, the, the ethos of the Internet is no one wants to hear from experts. But look, like there's a reason people go to university. There's a reason people do these things, spend years of their lives, you know, researching things like histories, because we, we have we have to look to certain individuals or certain groups at times like this to say, like, how do we navigate ourselves through a society? How do we not fall apart, you know, as a, as a, as a show, like a, maintain our social cohesion? We have to do that. It doesn't feel great, but it, sometimes it's necessary. Very true. Uh, Colin, thank you so much for talking to us about it this morning. No problem. Thanks the, for having me. Uh, Colin Horgan is a writer and communications professional in Toronto. He's written this great piece in the latest edition of The Walrus about this issue of Getting your history off of social media. There are some positives to it. There are some negatives to it. And I do have uh, you know family members and friends who text me and send me a story and go, oh, is this true? And I think, well, did you click on it and read the entire story? Like, was there anything suspicious in it, first of all? But I did recently learn about a great tool for this, that if you Google the words Google Fact Check, Google has actually has a new tool like in their toolbox uh, where it will help you search down, search more information on a particular topic if you're not sure about it. So if you just Google, Google Fact Check, they have an entire site there for you to help you do that if you don't have that person who can help you decipher that information on your own.